Hi, this is Tanya Yeremkiv, and this is a collection of my audio blogs. I'm here to inspire and empower you to get transformation in every area of your life. In this episode, I want to talk about why our attitude matters and how to maintain a positive and pure attitude. Right when I started recording this episode, I actually started getting a phone call and it was a little bit, it kind of frustrated me because I was like, not again, not something else that just is getting in the way of getting this done. And that's when I realized, okay, I'm talking about our attitude and why that's so important and thought through the content that I'm about to share with you, the notes that I've really tried to implement in my own life and, you know, how to check myself. Okay, where was my attitude with that? And it was just a simple phone call, so it's fine. Before I get into the nitty gritty of it, I want to share a few quotes that really helped me understand the importance of our attitude and also how we are responsible for the way that we behave and for the way that we nurture our attitude. Because I do believe that as we go about our day, we are constantly nurturing our attitude and setting ourselves up to behave a certain way. And so if we're helping ourselves in that sense, then we will behave in a more mature way. But if we're not, then we're more likely to shut down, we're more likely to explode, whatever it our go-to is, we are more likely to do that if we're not nurturing and taking care of our attitude. So attitude has been a really big thing for me lately and it's just um, something that I feel like I have to be constantly checking myself with. Okay, so let me just j- dive into these quotes before I get too carried away. The first quote is by Pat Riley and he's the author of The Winner Within and it says, if you have a positive attitude and constantly strive to give your best effort, eventually you will overcome your immediate problems and find you are ready for greater challenges. The second quote is by Joan London and she's the author of Why Did I Come Into This Room and her quote says, a positive attitude is something everyone can work on and everyone can learn how to employ it. The third quote is, with a positive attitude, it is possible to turn situations of failure into success. And this quote is by Dan Miller, who is the author of No More Dreaded Mondays and Mind Your Mood. So he has a lot to say about this. And I really like this because I also see my husband living it out as well. You know, he's really good at having a positive attitude and turning all situations of failure into success, at least from my point of view. The fourth quote is learning to control and adjust your attitude to a positive one reflects the wisdom of the mind. And this one is by Catherine Pulsifier, who is the author of Wings for Goals. Her quotes are just remarkable. She just has these little pithy quotes that are super helpful and full of guidance, I would say. And a lot of her quotes have really helped shape the way that I think and the way that I view a lot of things in the world. And so I'm really grateful for quotes like this that she has. And then the final one is by the one and only John Maxwell, who, you know, is, has authored many best-selling books. And his quote is, the place to start a positive attitude is with the little things. If you can learn to appreciate them and be grateful for them, you'll appreciate the big things as well as everything in between. And that's just, I mean, classic John Maxwell. He's just nailed it and I'm just so thankful for that. So let me kind of preface with this. Everything happens for a reason. And sometimes we have to be okay with not 
knowing why or what that reason is. And our attitude in every circumstance and happening of life really determines how we ultimately lead our life. If and when we trust God, no matter what happens in our lives and maintain a right attitude through it all, we will find fulfillment, contentment, and ultimate satisfaction. And I'll be honest, I I felt rather guilty talking and writing about this topic because in the last year or so, I felt my attitude just go down the drain with a lot of other issues. And I can't confidently say that I fully trusted God no matter what was happening in my life in the last year. But he has a way with our hearts. At least he did with mine with this specific topic at this specific time. Because we can learn what we need to learn for our season quickly. And that's just how he is. He has a way with our heart, with our mind. And when we finally tilt our heads upward and choose to, even if reluctantly, lock eyes with him, he has a way of restoring, anointing, and imparting his message to us and through us, which is what I believe this episode is going to do. I believe that he really restored, anointed, and imparted this message specifically to me about my attitude in the last year, but also to you. I'm just so glad that you're listening and I hope that I hope that you get a lot out of this episode. Again, everything happens for a reason and I believe this truth wholeheartedly, not just like a, oh, like fake positivity and toxic positivity or whatever the phrases are nowadays and just like say it and forget about everything else, suppress your emotions, that type of thing. I don't believe it in that way. Everything happens for a reason is a powerful statement because I see it in the word where God says that he directs our steps. All over Proverbs, it says that he directs our steps. He, we, we might plan things in our minds, but he will establish our purpose. And when everything happens for a reason, I think that God does have something to do with it and bad things aren't his fault, but he has a plan for the aftermath of that. And I believe this truth wholeheartedly, even when I don't understand or have any clue about what the reason could be. At the very least, it could be for our learning, for our growth, our maturity and life experience as cliche or as cheesy as that may sound. When things go down the drain in our lives, such as financial pains, relationship issues, and I think relationship is a really, really big one. A lot of people are struggling with that. Health problems, emotional baggage and damage. When all of these things start going down the drain, we can still maintain a positive and pure attitude. I'm saying that firsthand because not that I necessarily had a positive and pure attitude this past year, but... I really experienced the conviction of the Lord come to me and say, hey, like you could have handled that with a much better attitude. There are practical habits we can implement in our on seasons, like when everything is good, so that we can have these habits in place when the bad things happen and bad attitudes try to take over. Honestly, bad attitudes will try to take over, but it's up to us to take care of them. As some of the quotes mentioned earlier, it's up to us to control our behavior. I just have to say that when things go down the drain in our lives, it really is for the better. The drain is there for a reason because the faucet has something new to bring about. And that faucet is the Lord. (laughs)
let's cover why attitude is important. In my last two blog posts and two episodes, I talked about the power of our thoughts and our words and how they can benefit and grow us or destroy us. Along with our thoughts and our words comes another layer of the soul known as our attitude. Attitude is the way that we look at life and choose to see, respond, or react to events, situations, people, and even ourselves. Attitude is not something that just happens to us. We choose it. We nurture it. We choose our attitude because it is number one, created by our thoughts and even the words that we speak. And number two, it's closely involved with our behaviors. So just like we choose the thoughts we think and replay in our heads and the words we say to ourselves and others, we also decide how to perceive and process the events or the information throughout our life. We decide if our mindset will ultimately be positive or negative. Therefore, it's essential to take intentional, careful steps to train our minds, which contain our thoughts, words, and attitudes. There's this one girl that I follow on Instagram, and she posted a note on her story that helps her with her attitude. And I so appreciated it. It was like a handwritten note that she just took a picture of and posted. And I appreciated it because it helped me get in the right frame of mind Even today, like the moment that I saw it, I was like, okay, this is helpful. And it said something like this. My attitude is a choice to see problems as an opportunity to learn and grow. My attitude is how I feel about my past and my future. Whatever problem we face, we have the choice to view it as an opportunity to learn and grow. It's not just about tackling the problem and getting over it anymore. It's about managing your inner narrative and leading your life instead of letting your heart and thoughts lead you. Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. Which is why Apostle Paul writes to the Romans in chapter 12, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Transformation can only take place when we stop conforming to the world and the ways of the flesh, our sinful nature, which has been plucked out of us and we're instructed to take off anytime it tries to creep back on. Transformation can only take place when we renew our minds. When we renew our minds, a domino effect takes place that impacts every aspect of our being and transforms us into the image of Christ. We only need to imitate Him and the more we do, the easier it gets. Which is why I'm such a big cheerleader for reading through Proverbs because it's just all of how Jesus behaved throughout His life. We are responsible for the fruit in our lives. And when we take care of our attitudes, our thought life, and the words we speak, we live by the wise principle of Romans 12 too. And we reap good fruit, fruit that is pleasing to the Lord and beneficial to us and those around us. So how to maintain a positive and pure attitude with all of this information that I just shared. I want to give five habits that help us maintain a positive and pure attitude no matter what we face in life. When we practice these in our best times, we set ourselves up to live transformed in the worst times. Of course, I also encourage you to try to implement these in your worst times. So if you're going through something hard 
take one or two or all of these habits and try to implement them in a very um, strategic way so that you can set yourself up to have that positive and pure attitude before the Lord first and foremost for yourself and lastly for the people around you. I encourage and challenge you to take some inventory of your daily attitudes. So the first point is to take notes for the next 72 hours or three days, however you want to frame that. Physically write notes in a journal or in your phone of any negative attitudes you have about your situations. Be specific and list every detail of the situation and watch your negative attitude dissolve as rationality clicks in and excuses start to leave. Number two, confess and repent of any lingering negative attitudes before the Lord and if possible to another trustworthy person. Number three, turn your negative attitude into a positive trigger by replacing it with gratitude. So this is something that I do with a lot of things. I take a habit that I don't want to do anymore or a certain behavior and I turn it into a positive trigger. So anytime I want to behave a certain way, say a certain thing, think a certain thing, I turn it into a positive trigger. I let that be my trigger to do the opposite or to do the better thing instead. In this case, with a negative attitude, as soon as I start to feel that creep in, I replace it with gratitude. I think, okay, I'm feeling bad, but I'm so grateful for this. And that kind of just helps all that rationality click in as well. The fourth point is to find a devotional or Bible reading plan that can help you keep your eyes on Jesus and his righteousness. Practice gratitude and grow deeper in relationship with him to reflect him. Honestly, being in the word and being in a consistent devotional will really help keep your head above the waters. And not only that, but your heart too. And number five, find resources that can help you maintain a positive and pure attitude. I have a few favorites. The first one is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Obviously the Bible. 1,000 Gifts by Ann Voskamp. That one is actually a game changer. And a gratitude journal. Just a very simple gratitude journal. You don't even have to buy a specific journal that says gratitude on it. You can use any old journal that you have lying around your house and just start taking notes of the things that you're grateful for. You could even use Use the notes app on your phone. So I encourage you with this. And if you need to go back and listen through so you can take some notes, I encourage you to do that as well. Finally, just live transformed in Christ by maintaining a positive and pure attitude by your choice today. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this audio blog inspiring and I'll see you next time.